as we come to this, what I would love you to do uh, this morning is I would like you, every single one of you, doesn't matter how young or old you are, to remember the chair. Okay? Can you say that for me? Remember the chair. Bit louder. What are you remembering? Brilliant. Great. That is fantastic. Right. Uh, so we're going to come back to that in a bit. Uh, hopefully we will all remember the chair. But before we do that, we are going to try and explain to the grown-ups some of the history that goes before Nehemiah. So I need uh, some people to live in Jerusalem. Come and live in Jerusalem. Uh, first of all, Jerusalem is like this. Hang on. I've got my chair settings wrong. Okay. Uh, this is Jerusalem. Uh, wonderful, walled city. I need some more people, please. Come and be the people living in Jerusalem, the Jewish people living in Jerusalem. Come here. Fantastic. Uh, so this set of chairs, it goes all the way around here, is your amazing city. There is a temple in it. There's worship in it. People gather there each year for festivals in an amazing place of community and life. But then... This terrible thing happens in the year 605. Now, the, year, the numbers that I'm going to do don't work in quite the same way, okay? With all of our years, we count up, don't we? So we go 2018, 19, 20, yeah? Uh, whereas this is going down because it's counting down to when Jesus was born, all right? So, in the year 605, something terrible happened, and the Babylonians came in and they wrecked the city of Jerusalem and they tore down the walls and the gates like this and they smashed the whole place up and they made it so that you lovely people in Jerusalem couldn't worship here anymore and what's worse we're going to need some more of you come with me okay what's worse is they took all of you captive come down this way don't worry parents health and safety I'm not going to take them very far just to the end of the pews in case anyone's risking, you know, gosh. Right, come down here. They took them, and I've got to look at the screen for the dates. Um, they took them to Babylon, and they took the people into this thing called exile. And they made them work for them. And they were there in this place for 70 years. And then what happened, there was another big fight. And the Babylonians got taken over by the Persians. And the new king of Persia said, it's okay, some of you can go back. Some of you, not all of you. So that was in uh, 538. So we'll take some of you back. Okay, you three can come back. But the rest of you, sorry, you've got to stay in exile. You've got to do making stuff and all that kind of thing. So the rest of you come back. No, no, don't go too far. No, no, you've got to come and do some work here. Okay, you managed to do some rebuilding. Okay, so can you put those chairs back up? All right, brilliant, fantastic. Uh, so they managed to do some rebuilding. It was pretty good. But then 100 years Passed almost a hundred years, and again the city has been ransacked. Sorry, chairs back over. You can turn all of those ones over. Go on, wreck them. Wreck, brilliant. Okay, and you guys are still in exile. Sorry, is it going all right? Good. Okay, that's brilliant. You have wrecked it. Well done. Uh, and you guys now, can you just sit on the step here? Are feeling miserable. Okay, the plague because you see a city is the place that gives you safety. It means you can be with your family. It means you can do business. You can grow together as well as being able to worship. So you'd put it back together, but it's been wrecked again. It's not feeling good. And then we come to Nehemiah, 
Who of you is going to be Nehemiah? Brilliant. That was the first hand in the air. Remind me of your name. Poppy. Poppy is Nehemiah for today. Poppy, you had a really important job. Do you want to stand on there so that everyone can look at you? Is that all right? If that's okay. Brilliant. Well done, Poppy. Uh, Poppy's job as Nehemiah was cupbearer to the new king. Okay? Basically, that means every time the king wanted another glass of wine, and I think there were probably quite a lot, um, that the cupbearer would be the person who would take the wine to the king. Okay? So you, Poppy, could get really, really close to the king of the whole of the empire, of the Persian empire. That is like every morning taking marmalade on toast to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. Seriously, she has marmalade every day. I actually don't know that. That could be a complete rumor. But it, yeah, anyway, Poppy, sorry, that was a distraction. Right, so you are cupbearer to the king. All right? That means you take the wine. And the thing is this, the way that this works is that sometimes people might want the king to, like, go away, die. So they might poison the cup. And the cupbearer's job, okay, was if the king decided that you were to taste the wine first, then that's what you'd have to do. Okay? So you get to go really close to the king, but also... You might have to die instead of the king. Sorry, Poppy, but that's how it works. It's tough, isn't it? Anyway, someone comes from Jerusalem, okay? Here they come. We need, a, we need a delegation from Jerusalem. Hey, excellent. Come with me, okay? They come from Jerusalem. There's a lot of toing and froing going on here. Um, they come, and Nehemiah asks you, how is the city? Is it going well? And you reply... Oh, excellent. You reply, no, because what happened? It, the city has fallen down. It's awful. It's bad news. The gates are wrecked. The walls are wrecked. And do you know what Nehemiah does after that? Nehemiah weeps and cries. It's awful. So I want all of you to come with me, and I'm going to tell the rest of the story and try and make this make sense. But I need you guys up here listening. Okay, is that all right? Come on then, up here. Great. Uh, so you can see um, there's a bit of a gap between the Babylonians uh, taking, taking people in and then, uh, come, come and sit down here, okay, so that we can tell the story together. Brilliant. And I've, I've got a few things that I want to drop in so that the grown-ups can hear, and I want you to listen to them as well, and then we're going to come back and hopefully you will have remembered something. We'll see. Um, so the first thing that uh, Poppy, that Nehemiah does, is that Nehemiah asks, how is the city? Question, are you the kind of person that asks about other people? Are you the kind of person that has concern for them? Uh, the next thing that happens is that he cares enough that he weeps for what's happened here. He cries over the city and he fasts and then he does something amazing because what he does next is he prays. And folks, if you've, have anyone, has anyone read Psalm 100? How do you enter his gates? 
With, who said that? With thanksgiving. How do you enter his courts? With praise. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So Nehemiah's prayer is brilliant because he starts with praise. He praises the Lord of heaven. But then he goes on and he starts to confess. Because one of the reasons the city has been ruined is because the people of God haven't done the things that that God has asked for them. But he doesn't confess by saying they. He says we. But you know what? He didn't have to do this. He had a great job back there. Even though he was cupbearer to the king and it was a bit risky, actually, he got to hang around in the palace. He got looked after. It was amazing. But he cared for others. And he confessed uh, the sins of the people. But then in verse 8, he calls on God and he says, God, will you remember how this works? He says, remember how this works. We do wrong. This is the covenant. And you, you send us away. But if we repent, if we turn back to you, that you will draw us back in. And so Nehemiah calls on God and says, remember that this is the covenant. Remember how this works. And then he also prays for favor. Folks, part of looking at Nehemiah is that we've got this big project this term. And we've got this, uh, this year. We've been working on it for a long time. It's the rock project. But as we look at it, It's really important because Nehemiah is such a wonderful book for uh, both leadership but also projects that you have on. It's really important that we start with the text and not with the project. It's really important. We've got to start with the Word of God and how that applies to all of us. So Nehemiah prays and he says, remember how this works. And then he asks for favor with the king. For favor with the king. And boy, do we need some favor with the planning department at the moment. We've got a long way. Uh, We're making a lot of progress. But you know, they want to know that all the dots are crossed. No, that all the T's are crossed like Tui, the holiday company. And all the I's have been dotted. They want to know everything. Um, And so it's hard work. Um, The team that have been working on it have done an amazing job. The last thing that Nehemiah did is he cared enough to serve. To say, do you know what? This city's in trouble. Lord, send me. I'm willing to go and do something about it. Now, uh, I said something at the beginning. Who can remember what I said? What? Remember the chair. Pardon? Remember the chair. Remember the chair. Fantastic. You remembered the chair. Very, very good. Here's the thing. I want to talk to you about chairs. Right. Let's have all of you. One each, sitting on a chair. Brilliant. You need to turn that one back up. Uh, we haven't got enough chairs. Oh, dear. Uh, are you going to share? Can you share a chair? Share a chair. Brilliant. Fantastic. These are amazing chairs. Okay? I don't know whether you're aware of these, but if you've ever been to a conference at a hotel... Uh, you will have probably sat on a chair very similar to this. Uh, Can I have one of you to come off the chair for a moment? Thank you. They have been highly designed and crafted. They can be lifted by someone as old as me. Nearly 47.2. Google it. Uh, You may sit down. Uh, Highly designed. They're, they're, They're light enough to lift. You can stack them. Uh, in case you hadn't noticed, they've got, can I, sorry, can you come, let's have a different person come off. You step back down, otherwise I don't want you to do too much hard work. Right, off you go. Look, 
They've also got this amazing thing here, okay? This makes them legal if you sell tickets to an event. Because if you sell tickets to an event and there's more than a certain number of people, the chairs have got to be locked together. So these locked together in a row. Amazing. Brilliant. Um, and, sit back down, uh, they are also, uh, are they comfy? I mean, they're obviously not comfy for you two. You have to share. Are they comfy for the rest of you? Okay, we, well, you know, people are made different, aren't they? They're generically comfy. All right? Here's the thing. There's a lot of effort that's been put into getting the chairs right. But what are chairs for? Who said that? What was that? There's to sit on. They're for people. The whole point of chairs is for people. That is the point of chairs. And you know, folks, we have been working hard. You've been working hard since before I got here on this thing called the Rock Project, I think since at least 2012, to try and get this building right for people. But it's not, you know, there's been an awful lot of hard work in the process. There's been an awful lot of prayer. The team have been looking hard at the details and the practice. They've been trying to get planning permission. And, and folks, I want you as a church to honor the team that have been working on this. So could you, some, is anyone here on the team? Or is it just me this morning? Sarah's here. Ben's here. Uh, Pippa's here in representative. Uh, is anyone else? Thank you. Alexei. Um, can, you, can you just give them a round of applause? And for those others that have been on the team for a long time. Because do you know what? Frankly, it's hard graft getting the details right. But the reason they're getting the details right is not because we want to do a building. The point is for people. Um, you see, rock is for people. We want this place to provide the best possible welcome for people. We want to witness to people and share the good news of Jesus Christ with them. We want a space for us to worship so that we can glorify God. Why? Because as Joe is going to preach about tonight, the more we worship, the more he transforms us, the more we want to reach people. Yeah? The whole point of the project is for people. I've got two more things to say, and then we're going to pray. You know, there is a track record on this. There is a track record. Let me share uh, two things on the track record first for you. The first is this. Who was here when the center was refurbished? Put a hand in the air. You'll remember what hard work that was to get to that point, to turn what was an old school and then a church hall into an amazing community facility that is owned and run by all saints. Last year, the accounts are still being tidied up, but over £60,000 worth of rentals into the community. That is an amazing thing. But the bit that the books don't show, because we don't charge ourselves, is that there was also over £30,000 worth of church use last year. And we didn't have to pay a penny for it. Isn't that amazing? So at least a third of the use was for church use, for doing things with, with uh, seniors, for doing things with toddlers, uh, for all sorts of things that are going on in that center. And it's a wonderful thing. But we, you know what? By God's grace, we've also done it again recently. You've done it again with the hub. 
We've taken this on because the council couldn't run it as a community asset. And last year, there were over £40,000 worth of rentals, as well as providing a home for Enrich, as well as the, the base for what we hope will become a whole raft of community projects. And there's some that have been started, and there are some that have been brewing. So, folks, I want you to remember this. What do we want you to remember? What do you need to remember? The chair. the chair. Why? Because the chair is for people. And my question to each of us this morning is simply this. Will you open up your heart? Will you open up your heart to the people around you so that you can see them as God sees them? So that you care for people. Because that's what this project is all about. That's why we're praying. That's why we're planning. That's why people have been persevering. Because we want to reach more people. But actually, it starts with us. It starts with us opening up our hearts. So Joe's going to come and lead us in a song. And uh, then I'm going to help us to pray. And then we'll close. Will you open up your hearts? Will you make space for people in your school? The people that you sit next to. You know, God is interested in them. The people that you live next to, down your street. God's good news is for them. The whole point of this is that it's for people. To witness to them, to welcome them, and to worship.